BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, episode 29. And I am still sick, but I am finding this one-hour window where I have just shoved my face with meds and remedies so that I don't sound like Rudolph or like I am dripping with snot. So here we go. Let's enjoy this hour. I'm sure we'll sound progressively worse as it goes on. Maybe not. Why do I have to be so negative? Anyway, thanks for being here. Sorry there was new new episode last week. I pride myself on being one of the only podcasters that you listen to that has new episodes over the holidays. How do you know what I listen to? I don't, but I just thought that would sound nice. Anyway, My hubris got the best of me and I got sick. That's not why I got sick. I think I got sick because there are germs. There are germs and people get sick. I don't think there's a punishing God out there who's like, oh, she's bragging about a new episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike her down with a post-nasal drip and a sore throat. Anyway, thanks for being here. As you all know, this is the free version of the podcast with advertisements advertisements, and you can join the Patreon for the full one hour to 90 minutes, depending on how long I talk that week, but it's anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes. Full version, ad-free of the episode at $3 a month, $4 or $5 a month. The more you pay, the more episodes per month you get, and you can join Patreon for one year and get a 10% discount for doing so. All of the information is below in the show notes if you just click where it says Patreon. All right, let's read a listener review. Now, I'm getting trolled. I'm getting trolled by people who hate the podcast. Oh, they hate me. They hate the podcast. They give it one star. They try to drag the rating down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. And you know what? There's bad faith listeners out there. And here's one. One star complaining about crime victims. Because see, every week I read my ridiculous ex-neighbors. I read their antics on the Nextdoor app. And there was a woman uh, complaining about a uh, very harmless um, drunk guy that was taking a plastic crate and banging it into her front door. And she lives in a big, huge mansion and everybody's fine. Not that like being in a mansion means that you can't have crime happen. It means that's not what I mean. That like, you know, oh, well, you live in a mansion, then crime doesn't hurt you. Oh, you are you can't get murdered. You live in a mansion. That's not what I mean. I'm just saying this. I was not punching down. I was uh, punching up. I was saying these white people with the app, they are so 
every little thing freaks them out. I mean, yeah, it would freak me out to see on my security camera. I'd also freak me out that I sat around watching my security camera in my spare time. I don't have a security camera, but again, I don't live in a home home. I live in a apartment building. But anyway, I, I just, it's just, it's, we all get what I'm reading the Nextdoor app for. It's all of the comments that people make and how crazy everyone gets about everything. I mean, every once in a while, there's just going to be a drunk person on your porch. Like, there just is, you know, um, in a very heavily populated, like, city suburban area like the Valley in Los Angeles. It's going to happen. So that's what we were dealing with. We weren't, we weren't dealing with someone getting attacked. We weren't dealing with a hate crime. Anyway, so somebody writes, today you made fun of women who were being threatened in their homes by strange men. No, no, I actually wasn't. You are bad faithing it. Yet up until now, you've complained for years that about threatening Bernie bros and successful straight male comedians. I have to put that in there. I'm also a successful straight male comedian. Um, Yeah, Bernie bros did threaten me physically on the road. That is different. Someone coming up in my space and uh, trying to physically assault me or trying to uh, call death threats into my show where I had to get security. That's different than me making fun of the way people that were not the victim were freaking out on the Nextdoor app. You also said people on Nextdoor who don't want their doors broken down by junkies are too... I'm not going to finish reading this review. It's Literally a person in hysterics, does not understand a basic podcast, does not understand humor, has a grudge against me for being attacked by Bernie Bros five years ago. I mean, I don't know why you're mad at me. You should be mad at them, I guess, because I call them Bernie Bros. That is more egregious than young men getting so riled up by a geriatric politician that they want to harm someone. <laughs> like they want to harm a comedian who's as liberal as a goose, but they think somehow she's not because she votes for the candidate that was actually elected as the nominee. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of derangement out there. Um, and yes, I do complain about uh, straight male comedians. They could be successful or unsuccessful. But if they are rapists, I have a problem with that. But apparently, again, me talking about it, worse than raping. I understand. See, I see you. I see you, um, person who wrote that review, and you need therapy. Okay, now. A lot of haters out there hate, fuck the haters. A lot, that hurt my throat. A lot of people out there will listen to this podcast and give it one stars. That's like the new trolling thing to do to Jen. So if you want to give the show five stars and you can do so on Apple, iTunes, whatever, go ahead. I would love it. If you don't use Apple, iTunes, whatever, don't do it. Don't stress it. Don't think another minute about it. If you've already left a review, you did it. You don't have to do it again. You don't have to refresh it. It's all good. I get a lot of questions whenever I say leave a review. What about this? Guys, I'm not IT. I'm not even ET. I'm just saying, if you can leave a review, do it. If you have any questions about how, you, you got to just not leave it. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Don't ask me. But I am so grateful for those of you who have written them. I am not taking names of people who haven't, so nobody's in trouble. But I will read some of the good ones because let's all feel good about what we do here. Five stars, funny and relatable. This is my favorite podcast by far. I both laugh out loud and deeply relate to Jen's struggles over finding the perfect day planner and her observations about things like Gen Zers who work at Starbucks and don't know what black coffee is. I cringe and die a little inside along with her every time a store clerk asks, how's your day going so far? Any special plans this weekend? I thought I was a jerk for getting annoyed at such things, but Jen makes it seem okay. One more good review here. 
Five star complaining. Complain more and I'll consider changing my rating to six stars. Jen blocked me on Twitter. (laughs) I did and I have no idea why. But where is the six star rating? Because a promise is a promise. I actually... Uh, I don't remember your name on Twitter, but I remember interacting with you and it was totally lovely. And if I blocked you, complete, complete mistake. I may have been blocking someone that jumped into our thread and blocked you instead. So if you want to send me an email to um, nofunpodcast at jenkirkman.com, tell me what your Twitter handle is. I'll unblock you. I mean, I'm barely on Twitter anymore anyway, now that it is Elon Musk's Nazi um, website. Anyway, all right, one more good review. Come on, it just feels so good. Five stars, love it so much. I love listening to the podcast and spending time with Jen, whether I'm driving over a scary bridge or chopping veggies to make a scary dinner. (laughs) Joining the Patreon has been an important part of my self-care over the last few years. Well, that's nice. And again, if you want to join, you can go to the show notes or patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. All right, all right, so... Somebody also complained that I talk about pop culture too much. Y'all, I don't know what you're talking about. I, to the point where I feel self-conscious and like a narcissist, I talk about my life. I mean, I will mention pop culture stuff on this show, especially during this free part as sort of a, uh, hey, you know what? It's free. Maybe I can get some people interested by saying, oh, I'm going to talk about this, you know, major event in pop culture right at the top of the show. You like that? Maybe you want to join the Patreon for more insights into, yeah, sometimes it's pop culture, sometimes it's sociological. I'll read an article about like a generational thing or sometimes it's political. Uh, A lot of the personal stories I keep on the Patreon, I don't usually do them here anymore. So I don't know. But in case anyone is like, oh my God, is this this a podcast about Lindsay Lohan? Because I'm about to do a topic about her. No. It's just this part is. And then if you read the show notes, you can see all else I'm going to talk about this week. So, but I did promise two movie reviews to my listeners. And one of them was the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. Now, here's the thing. I am Hallmark only. A lot of people who aren't in the watching Christmas movie, I'll call it a business. No, it's not a business for me, uh, but it's a... It's a practice. It's a a ritual. Is it a religion? I don't think it's a religion, but it's not not a religion. <laughs> I have spent more time as a young Catholic. Well, I have spent less time as a young Catholic going to church on Advent and Christmas and Christmas Eve or whatever than I have spent watching Hallmark movies every year. There are usually now 40, 40 new premieres every year. Hallmark Christmas movies between, it's usually October 31st through December 17th. I I will watch all 40. Okay. Now you might say, Jen, I'm offended. I'm religious and I'm offended that you have spent less time in church than you have watching these Hallmark movies in a season. Well, Jesus spent 40 days in the desert. What do you think he was doing? Just sitting there, he was watching Hallmark movies. 40 days, 40 movies. You do the math. Do I have to interpret the Bible for all of you all the time? Hold your hands through it. Anyway, so I'm Hallmark exclusive. It just, it is what it is. It's a vibe. It's a thing. It's my thing. 
But I know everyone's in it. Lifetime makes them. Now Netflix, Amazon. Who I know everyone makes them. I, uh, if there's a real standout one that I've heard about on Netflix, not one that's trying to be cheesy like a Hallmark, but a real one that has like a gay couple or, you know, a real in-depth family drama that you don't see on Hallmark, sure. Something that is like, oh, I could write something like this. You know, this is this is something I should know about as a TV writer. But other people aping the Hallmark thing, where it's just other cheesy movies on other networks, not it, guys. I don't have that much time. I got forty hours for this between Halloween and Christmas. I'm not adding other networks, and it's not a mix. People go, oh, you watch Christmas movies? Up at the boo boo boo. No, I watch Hallmark Christmas movies. Right. I remember one time. Oh God, it was. Oh, Everybody in the story is now dead, and I still feel bad talking about it, but just someone I know and someone that was related to them bought me a Christmas gift one year, and he was like, I know you love Christmas music, and I was like, well, depends, and it was like all modern Christmas music, like Mariah Carey and Michael Buble, I think he was around at this point, and I was like, oh, God, this is awful. We had to listen to it in the car on the way to the... Christmas thing we were doing and I was just like uh this is not the Christmas music I love I love the old school right your Bing Crosby's your Johnny Mathis all out the holly you know Bing Crosby beat his whole family I know but he had what a voice I'm not listening to recordings of him beating his family. I'm listening to recordings of him singing, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Oh, I can't wait for the reviews. She endorses people who beat their family. I wish you would get beat by your family, whoever's writing that one. Okay, so my whole rant here is to say that I will watch a Netflix Christmas movie if it is a special event. Now, am I a Lindsay Lohan fan? No. Do I wish her ill? No. I was not watching this ironically. I was not going into this thinking she's going to suck. In fact, I had heard about this movie two years ago. I believe it was 2020. And we were, it was either 2020 or 2021. I think it was 21. I think it was last fall, I heard that Lindsay Lohan had signed on to do a Netflix film, Christmas movie, blah, blah. And I remember texting my friend Sarah Colonna and saying, we have to watch this together this Christmas. And then, of course, it turned out that it was not on last year. And when I found out, oh, it's not premiering until a year and a half from now. We were sorely disappointed because we watched together when Lindsay Lohan played Elizabeth Taylor in whatever made-for-TV movie that was back at my old, old, old apartment in Los Angeles, probably back in like 2012 or something like that. And I would say back then we probably did watch that, ironically, because we were both writing on Chelsea lately. And, and I think we would have watched it anyway, but I think we also were watching it for the purposes of talking about it at work or something. But we almost delighted in... Just how not good it was. But this was not going to be that. This was going to be the girl's been gone for a while, living in Saudi Arabia, 
whatever, married some billionaire. I'm sure it's all on the up and up. I'm sure he's making his money in a wonderful way. And, you know, we haven't heard any reports of her ODing, crashing cars. You know, maybe that's behind her. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's some kind of middle ground. I don't know. But in other words, there's no better ramp up to a comeback. There's no better first step in a comeback these days than starring in a Christmas movie, especially a Netflix one, because they've got more money than Hallmark. They have a better budget. When you have a better budget, then you can have better filming location. You have more time for editing. Your green screen usually is better. Every single thing, right, is affected by the budget. And even if you're someone who watches TV and movies with a very rudimentary knowledge of behind-the-scenes stuff or editing and this and that, you notice when something is big budget or low budget, okay? And so I'm thinking, this is great. It's going to look good. It's going to be like a real movie, and it'll be kind of fun because we know that at a certain point, like maybe 10 years ago, after doing Mean Girls or something, to do a Christmas movie would have been a step down for a star like Lindsay Lohan. But these days, it's not a step down. It's It might be if she were, you know, you don't see Angelina Jolie doing these movies, but she also could and nobody would be like, what happened to her? What is she doing that for? We would all understand it's kitsch, it's fun. She wants in on the fun. And so weirdly, if you haven't had a career in a while, doing a Christmas movie, I think for any network, but especially for Netflix, does not look like, oh boy, how far they've fallen. It looks like, again, like I said, it could be like a really cool thing that you've deigned to do or a cool step on your ladder to your comeback. So I'm not going to say I had high hopes for this movie, but I had hopes. I want to just set the table that I neither went into it looking to hate anything And I didn't go into it with such high hopes that it couldn't be matched. I want to say I went into it mostly neutral, expecting better, and I was let down. And I now will fully give my opinion about why we need to stop. We need to stop trying to make Lindsay Lohan a thing. And I don't know, I think, isn't that something from Mean Girls? See, I'm too old for Mean Girls. I'm Heathers. You know what I mean? Mean Girls, I've seen it. I don't like it. I never even had, I didn't have that kind of thing growing up. Like, I didn't have, I wasn't friends with mean people, so I just had my girlfriends. And then there were mean people, and I was like, yeah, they can suck a dick. So, um, I liked Heathers, which I thought was more kind of like a bigger commentary about other things. But okay, whatever. So it's not either or. But anyway, my point is, I have some strong opinions, but you can hear them on my Patreon, which we are going to go to right now. I will see you all over there. And if not, then I will see you all next week.